This is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rand Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. And coming up next is our quote of the day. When you find peace within yourself, you become the kind of person who can live at peace with others. Peace, Pilgrim. Now it's time for Mind and Body. And today we could look at the heart and the gut and the variance in between. Oftentimes in the scripture, the word heart is used when actually the original word that had been utilized was the bowels. And I think most of us are aware when we have a matter of the heart, it's our guts that feel the emotion. So it only stands to reason it's important to take care of our intestinal tract and better health through bowel management is just a part of it. And one of the easiest ways besides exercising and eating right that we can take care of our intestinal tract or give ourselves a morning abdominal massage before getting out of bed. And I suggest that you find four spots inside the pelvic girdle below the umbilicus and actually just kind of at top of the bladder and make a circular motion starting low on the left side and working your way smoothly across the abdomen and up as you reach the appendix area and then following the transverse colon across and then back down a smooth gentle massage i like to use 24 repetitions and I perform this while laying flat on my back. As a word of caution, this should be done gently, and if you have massage experience, you know just what type of pressure it takes to run your hand smoothly across your body. Sometimes I will even give myself an extra 24 circling strokes if I encounter gas bubbles, and you will recognize these as being slightly uncomfortable. But never fear, this will work itself out. It's best if you're by yourself when you do this. But never fear if you're not by yourself when you start. Oftentimes you'll find yourself by yourself by the time you finish. Now it's time for Art Chat. And today we're going to discuss adventure role-playing games. I've found throughout the years that I homeschooled my children and my youngest brother, that we could utilize adventure role-playing games to stimulate creative thinking and problem-solving. That is one thing that isn't taught very often in public school, is how to think. I wanted to also point out that I had a 100% matriculation with all my students, and they all graduated from college with honors and high honors at that. So beyond the reading and writing and math, not to mention the science experiments and fires in the kitchen, and martial arts for physical education, we use the creative writing aspects and the problem solving of the adventure role-playing games to enhance the decision-making aspects of life. And for today's haiku, we have a look back 
at the 20th Century, a look back at life, a 20th century review of the world. Sometimes it seems the title is almost as long as the haiku. And now it's a segment that we refer to as Did You Know? And in this Did You Know? segment, we are going to begin in 1606 with Guy Fawkes being hung. Guy Fawkes was famous for the gunpowder plot, which was intended to blow up Parliament. And supposedly this was a plot that had been inspired by the Pope at the time. And the gunpowder plot was looked upon by many as an excuse to persecute the Catholics. In 1620, the Virginia Company, which was in Virginia in the colonies, uh, decided to write England and request more orphans for apprentices. It appears that they were running out of the ones that they had initially. Little things like starvation and death tends to thin out the workforce. And years later, in 1835, long after the colonies had become United States, Andrew Jackson survives a misfire assassination attempt. The man had two pistols on him, but Old Hickory was able to weather his way through this storm. A mere 30 years later, the House approves a constitutional amendment abolishing slavery. And finally, the wishes of Washington and Jefferson, both slaveholders that wanted to liberate America from the blight of slavery, is fulfilled. From that point on through the early 1900s, we have a period that is best known as the American Wild West, which covered everything from Indian wars and gunfights among desperados to gold prospecting from California to Alaska. Then, as we came into the 1900s, we had the German Reichstag exempts the royal family from paying taxes. And also around this time, we had a little thing known as the stock market crash. But warfare picks up. By 1915, the Germans start using poison gas on the Russians. Meanwhile, Germany also begins utilizing submarines for warfare. And they do sink two English steamers, which makes uh, most of the rest of the world, especially England, very upset. In fact, this escalates, and by 1917, Germany warns all neutral ships will be sunk in the English Channel. But this isn't limited into the Western Hemisphere. Russia or I should say by this point, the Soviets warned Japan out of Manchuria. And by 1942, Japan begins the evacuation of Guadalcanal. And in 1943, a small group of German soldiers in the 6th Army surrendered to the Red Army. This is to be known as the Battle of Stalingrad. And World War I and World War II 
are nearing completion. I know. A lot of people said, well, World War I was over you know, long before World War II started. But in reality, most historians would agree that it was the bad closure of World War I that continued making things impossible for the Germans and the rise of Hitler ensued. But by the 1950s, all of that was behind us. And in Paris, they started protesting the Soviets' recognition of Ho Chi Minh and his government in Vietnam. Ho Chi Minh and his followers believed that they had to turn to communism as the West wouldn't recognize the democracy that had elected Ho Chi Minh in the first place. And this is the beginning of what most people would refer to as the war for oil. Oh yeah, and it seems like that war for oil continued on much later and in different parts of the world. But I guess I'm jumping ahead of myself. By 1968, they have the Tet Offensive, where the Viet Cong and the North Vietnamese Army attacks civilian targets and locations in South Vietnam. So as the Vietnam War gets into full swing, on the rock and roll front, we have a group of many bands that began protesting the war. The Beatles being primarily the first, but maybe more famous, it is the rise of Black Sabbath. And the song of theirs, War Pigs, really captured the anti-war feeling of a generation. Then by 1969, the Beatles break up. And in 1970s, the world almost faces an end as disco music takes over. By 1981, Lef Walenza uh, gets workers Saturday off. And by 1990, we start seeing more military actions. We have the Iran-Contra troubles, and we also have Manuel Noriega surrendering. This also brings about some political unrest. Bill Clinton uh, testifies that he did not have sex with a woman, and La Fluenza now makes it to be the first president of Poland. And the Hubble telescope also was launched during this time. By 1991, Desert Storm. In 1995, we switched to a battle in the courtroom, and O.J. is acquitted. In 1996, Dolly, the lamb, Sheep, I guess, is cloned. 1997, Lady Di dies. Oh, yeah, and Harry Potter's released. 1999 brings the Euro in just in time for Y2K, and Panama receives ownership of the Panama Canal. And now this small country has all of the benefits of monies that come in from allowing ships to cross through their shortcut from the Atlantic to the Pacific. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by 
joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash randlaw, with no space between the rand and the law. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. You have been listening to Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Once again, I am Ryan Law reminding you to follow your dreams.